0: Family of God teaching series is brought to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International, KOMI. These teachings provides every believer with the knowledge of the kingdom of God, tells of what is expected of children belonging to the family of God, and helping all become fruitful believers. Now listen to Pastor Funk. Amen. When we began, journey, Galatians two, verse fifteen to twenty-one was foundation. Amen. Yeah. We, under- we had some understanding about the law. Okay? And then we were we, we told that the purpose of the law is to bring us to Christ, that we might be just, justified by faith. We went further to understand how we can live the Christian life. Amen. Yeah. We understood that to live the Christian life, we must have the understanding that Christ in us, Is all that matters, Amen. Amen. It is Him that makes us righteous, it is Him that makes us holy, it is Him that brought us into the family of God. Okay, is the one that helps us overcome every temptation that comes our way as believers, Amen. Amen. And then we also went further to understand the Christian life. What does he mean? We don't need to assume it. What does the Christian life mean? We learned about that. And then we went further to understanding our new creation status in God. We've learnt a lot of things. And then we came to the topic of spiritual growth, an aspect that we must understand if we really want to have what a good understanding of being a part of the family of God and living a Christian life. Today we're going to consider. Another topic, ensuring our spiritual growth. Amen. We're going to consider how to ensure that we are growing spiritually. Amen. Now, for many of us that have gone to the hospitals, maybe as individuals or you've taken a child there, you will discover that for both children and adults, before you can have access to a medical personnel, one thing is required from you. And there are details about you or the person you are brought to the hospital. Amen. Amen. And from that details, aside the personal details, you see that the two things are very important to them, too. Or three, okay, they check your height, they check your weight, they also check your, your blood pressure, right? Yeah. Amen. Now you see that. Now, I mean, growth in weight and height, they are very important factors that doctors actually look after when they have to treat any case. Even to the, the, the administration of drugs at the end of the day, they use weights, especially, right, to, to administer some drugs. Amen. So when it comes to us in the spirits, we are able to know that we are growing in the taste of the spirits when we evaluate ourselves also. Amen. There are ways in the spiritual realm that we can check our weight and our hearts in order to evaluate if we are growing spiritually. Amen. I hope you understand what I mean by spiritual weight and height. Alright, so spiritual growth evaluation can be measured by our improvement in the foot of the spirits. You know if you are growing in the spirits by the advancement you are experiencing as an individual when it comes to the aspect of the fruit of the spirit what are like the fruit of the spirit um, galatians 5 and 22 23 says but the fruit of the spirit is what love joy, peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control there is no law against such things amen so the holy spirit desires to produce these qualities in us as believers, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control in us. Amen. So the question is, are we using in these aspects? Are we increasing in love? Are we increasing in patience? Every, every individual can do this by themselves. You don't need a pastor or a prophet or any other person to evaluate you if you are growing spiritually or not. You can do it yourself. Love of God, then you know to what extent you are grown spiritually. To what extent are you patient as a believer? Amen. To what extent can you show kindness? To what extent are you faithful? Are we together? If you are still the one that comes to God's presence broadly and before you do something, and you've been doing it over and over Amen. I don't need to tell you, oh, because they are growing, they are not spiritually grown. No, I don't need to tell you. The scriptures are there for you to evaluate yourself. That's what I'm saying. Amen. So we should be aware that growth often comes through trials also. Just as physical strength is built through exertion and straining against resistance, you see some people go to the gym and they are there pulling some 10 kg, 20 kg, advancing to 30 kg depending on how much strength they are put on their muscles. Are we together? Same way in the spirit. You are able to develop. Okay, you are able to handle some challenges in life based on how much you have exercised with the past challenges you have experienced. Are we together? So the higher you, the more you know this is some men of God, I think people have managed past through the situation. It is because he's been able to go through some smaller, smaller, smaller ones at the initial stage of his ministry. Are we together? I mean we ask for men of God that they are not just experiencing local um challenges. Internationally, they are talking about them, they are saying things about them. Where do they want to start from? This one you know you cannot use local channels to handle it. <laughs> are we together? So, Sure. Amen. So spiritual strength is developed in hard times of life. Hard times of life. Don't always spread them away. Don't always pass them away. You, they are there for you to also do what grow and develop spiritually. Amen. So like the popular saying says, "More pain, no gain. Same way in the spiritual life. You need to go through some pain. If our Lord Jesus Christ went through it for us to receive the gift of salvation, we also have to go through it so that salvation will go forth and reach out to more and more and more. I mean, for many of us here in Africa, we know that if it's left to our tradition and culture, we won't have received salvation. So some people have to go through pains, leaving their families behind, leaving Behind changing ships for hours, for days, for months before they go to Africa with the gospel, and then they came to Africa, they met some chiefs that almost killed them, use them for sacrifice, ask them for this and that before you can talk. I mean, we know our culture in Africa. You have to give something before you can do what you have came to, to do to be a blessing. You see, some people come. I want to come and give. A word of encouragement to your students, your spirit, You have to give something. Are you not going to speak? Also, the school has Can you also bring something to give to the school? <laughs> so can you can imagine what this evangelist, this missionary, went through to actually bring the gospel to us. Those are examples of trials and pains that as believers we will go through also. Just for this word of salvation. This of salvation to reach out to the ends of the world. Amen. The book of James chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces God's steadfastness. Unless steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If you read the King James, you may have a little understanding But let's use the passion translation for better understanding. Amen. He says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties. When it seems as though you are facing nothing but what? Difficulties. It's like you're trying to remove your leg from one and then you're entering another one. Am I not serving God? Is God not on my side? What is happening? I'm just feeling scared. This one. Why is this one coming again? When it seems as sorrow, as though they are facing nothing but what? Difficulty. See it as an invaluable opportunity to what? Experience the greatest joy that you can. We go through your faith trials. Amen. I mean, in the past, Pastor has told us again and again, there are different tests and trials that, you know, actually work out this power within us. Actually bring out the good. Actually brings out the joy at the end of the day. And the the one that actually gives us joy is going through the test and trials that has to do with the gospel. The one that, because based on Christian's sake, you have to pray to God for you. I mean a man that decides to get married to four wives and you want to see joy at the end of the day, I don't know where you're going to get it. Or a man that is not married but decides to keep three ladies at his fiancing and you say you cannot sleep, how do you want to sleep? How? How do you want to sleep? Or the ones that keep in secret, deforming his partner in business. How do you want to enjoy what you are making? What the profit to say you are making? How? Understand so those are trials and temptations that comes, examples of them that comes through of foolishness. Amen. So scripture teaches us that we are not to become weary in the process of experiencing the growth that comes through our trials. Second Thessalonians 3 and verse 13 says, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. Galatians 6 and verse 9. And let us not grow weary. Not give up. When it comes to our living the Christian life, walking in the path that God has designed for us, we have to what? Be patient. And when you don't grow spiritually, you always falter when it comes to not growing weary. Are we together? This is a reason why we have to grow spiritually. Therefore, the most the more persistent we are in the face of these trials and tests. We steer across more power within us. We activate the power of God within us. Amen. When we keep straying through every of the challenges that come our way, when we undergo our test of faith, spiritual development comes with it. Amen. So we have to be what? Persistent. We have to be patient. Just like I mentioned last week Sunday, you want to grow spiritually, yes. But you don't determine the pace at which you grow. I am just like in the physical. I say okay, I want to add 2 kg. Then I see that I am eating, I am eating, I am eating, I am eating. I would have eating and I my destroyed my, my system. Only to discover that even if you 5 kg was not at I am together. So you don't actually determine it and not at your pace. You let the Holy Spirit lead you through it, amen. Yeah. That's what we learned last week. So it is God's will that we grow to be more like Jesus. We also have the promise that the Lord himself oversees our growth and bring us to what? Maturity, Philippians 1 and 6. He will be done a good work in you. carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So our maturity is not within a, a time phase, okay? Mm, they say, oh, some adults are starting to stop growing, but actually growth still continues. Yeah. Same way in the spiritual, you grow until you go to be with the Lord. So at this point, having understood what it means to grow spiritually as a believer, it is also important for us to consider what engenders and guarantee our ability, our being able to grow spiritually. What are that will help you to grow spiritually. Again, in the physical, when you want to add weight or you want to reduce weight, some people give you diet plan, they give you an exercise timetable, when to go to the gym, how long to run, how long to, to sit or how long to sleep, you know, what to eat, the fat proportion, the protein proportion, all those things, they are there. In the spiritual also, you need to have some of these things All all these variables, okay, in the spiritual. So in other words, there are things that we must do in order to grow and continually experience growth in our Christian life. Alright? Many problems result when members fail to grow in church. When you have members that all they want to do is receive Christ and sit down. They don't want to know how to grow and follow Jesus. Amen. I mean, uh, uh, we don't need to say it, but we see that there are many believers today. Fine, we can go to church. But come and be disciples. You see them running behind the like you. I can come to church, but that is why I thought us it's still down to be disciples. No, leave I don't want to follow Jesus like that. <laughs> There's a way I want to follow I don't, I don't want to be too you see, I don't want to I'm not married now. I'm not Jesus. You know. Man. And you see you cannot follow Jesus without going the extra man. Sure. You cannot. Cannot follow Jesus holding your hands and sitting down. Yeah. After following, what following it depicts motion. Yeah. It depicts advancement. Yeah. Okay? Amen. Yeah. Alright, so when we have believers who gather together and refuse to grow, what happens? They become stumbling uh, blocks to others. Okay? And then, if not helpful, you also go back to the world. Because being in Christ does, does not uh, automatically mean that the devil cannot plug you out. There are some things that you must do to ensure that your, your system, your body, everything about you is too hot for the devil to grab and pull you out. Are we together? Amen. Okay? So, even in regular attendance in church, worldliness and indifference, you see, compromise here and there, there are sh- that proves that uh, believers are not growing. They are not growing. Amen. So just as a baby needs to do certain things to grow physically, as believers, we also need to do certain kind of activities to grow spiritually. I mean, these activities are just uniform. Okay, it's not about maybe my pastor or our doctrine or no. It makes us all uniform. When members don't grow, it's because they lack one or two of these aspects. And the first aspect we're going to look at today is the desire to grow. Every one believer, every one child of God, must have a desire to grow. May make it, you know, a goal for the year or a goal for the month. But as individuals, we must all desire to grow. You cannot be in the family of God only to remain a baby forever. No. We will never grow unless we want to grow. A woman that wants to lose weight, she must Is. After 13 minutes, the next day, the body, Madam, are you doing the exercise now? I cannot survive, I cannot come and die. It is because she, the desire to lose weight is not yet in <laughs> her. Are we together? But someone that the you doctor know, has said, Look, if you don't lose that age, in six months, you will die by seven months. Nobody will tell you to desire to lose weight. Are we together? Something has not prepared us. That desire to lose me. So in the spiritual, look at it. That if you don't grow, the devil will continue to have a hold over your life, even though you have been redeemed. So agents of the devil, the people that the devil uses to do his activities. Unfortunately, believers in the church are also used by the devil, and they are only enlisted for this job by the devil because they are refused to grow spiritually. So they can be manipulated, not possessed, but manipulated. So you see, member in the church. The pastor is in church and he's looking at the pastor and say, that one, that one. The way he's looking good, I'm sure he's eating my offering. Uh-huh. He's eating the offering. He's eating before you know, he will call brother. On brother, head, on can't you see how pastor is looking nice? That's what he's wearing. It's expensive. Are you sure it's not the offering he's using? He will really join one, three, four eggs are joined together before you begin to get some pastor. And it's been in a long time we check the church count. Pastor, we want to go and this church. That's how trouble comes. I know he said to them, the devil that he had to manipulate church members. Are we together? So, Want to be taught, you don't want to be discipled, you don't want to be a part of the service. Are we together? Even to carry wood, you don't want to be a part, all you want to do is come to a church, sit down, go back home. Amen. Those are the attributes of what? Babies. A church that doesn't rebuke sin. Or a church where you do as you want, you, you don't have to work, you don't have to serve in any capacity. Some churches are doing what? They are grooming babies who will forever remain what? Babies. Allow people to use their hands to get involved. Allow people to grow. Sit them down. Teach them the word of God. Amen. Being a baby is not the goal of life. If it was, then God would have allowed babies to come and remain babies till they go. If it doesn't happen, Repentance, that's what we must do before we say you are born again. Amen. One must determine to turn from sin and go to work in God's fire, not turn from sin and fold your hand in God's fire. You have to get involved. Amen. Then one must bring forth what? fruits of what? Repentance. This will lead us to grow and improve in God's word. Otherwise, we have not accomplished our purpose of becoming the children of God. God does not want children we have to do everything for. Are we together? Jesus set an example for us. We should follow his steps. We should ask ourselves, don't I want to grow to be spiritually strong like Jesus? And so what has have to go? Let me see, is it possible to be able to understand all these arrows, slapping, thumbs on the head, nails on my hand. I mean, we always pray. I have an understanding, you know. Growing the knowledge of the suffering of Jesus. Because while you are able to continue to grow in that aspect of knowledge, you will be growing what? Spiritually. You will be developing spiritually. May that be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Our time is fast then we're going to rise up this morning and we're going to open our eyes and ask the Lord that whatsoever it is that is making us unstable in our desire for growth as his children that the Lord should deliver us this morning. And what it takes to desire growth and remain continuously growing as a child of God. Let it be released from our lives, and death may stay in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your heart and pray for yourself, Father, in the name of Jesus, who's ever. Your it is is, that has been denying us, and making us sustainable in our desire for his that we give us. Do you stand with yourself, Father, in the name of Jesus? I'm like In, in the, the name age. of Jesus, we are praying. No, Amen. No. As you will be praying that line of prayer, the Bible says, in the book of Psalms, it says, In the day of his power, his people shall be willing. Really? Yes. The proof that the power of God is made manifest is that people are willing. Mm. That's the proof. That's the proof. It's not that we see miracles, it's not that we see signs and wonders, it's not that we see the dead raised. it's not that we see healings. Uh, 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 not that we see financial breakthroughs, you know that we see, um, you know see multitudes, crowd. Uh, that's not the proof of the power of God. The proof of the power of God is that his people are willing. Really yes, want to pray that prayer this morning. In the day of his power, his people shall be Lord, let your power follow me yeah. and give me the body desire to go in your world. To go in the place of prayer. God. If somebody pray that prayer this morning, uh, let your power Thanks for listening, we hope you've been blessed by this teaching. Kindly share your testimonies with us at Ministry at gmail.com. Grace to you.